Have you ever made a decision and then like a few days, weeks, or even years later, you find yourself kicking yourself for making that decision? You're like, oh, why did I make that decision? That was so stupid of me. I mean, let's be honest, it's so incredibly easy to kick yourself for making a decision when you gain new information after the fact, right? Information you didn't have at the time when you made the decision. Or do you find it even difficult to make a decision because you struggle with indecision and you're like, I don't know what decision to make and what if I make the wrong decision or what if I make the decision today and tomorrow I find out that there's a better decision. It can be paralyzing and it can be, to me, like mental torture. Welcome back to The Liz Show. Today we are talking about navigating regret like a champion. I'm going to be honest, we're going to bottom line today's episode. We're going to get right to the heart of it. Now, if you want to have more of a weed type of understanding of what I'm talking about today, then make sure you click on the link that says overcome indecisiveness with this strategy. It's gonna be in the show notes, but that's the blog that goes to this podcast that's going to expand much more thoroughly on what we're talking about today. Let's be honest, making decisions, hoping you make the right decision can sometimes be obnoxiously frustrating and it can make you discouraged, right? Especially if you struggle with feeling like you can make very good decisions. Now, at the heart of this, we're really talking about the rejection mindset. And again, if you want to learn more about the rejection mindset in relation to getting over indecision or it being indecisive, then go to my blog to read a little bit more about how that rejection mindset builds that um, indecision or indecisiveness inside of you. Today, we're going to just talk about one solution that champions use to navigate those moments of like, ugh, why did I make that decision? Or why didn't I do this instead? Or if only this, okay? Now, here's the thing. The key to navigating this is remembering you made the best decision at the time with the variables you had. Because isn't that the truth? Yes, we can all fall into self-sabotage, but usually when you're self-sabotaging, you don't really realize you're sabotaging. Of course, there's a time period where you start to realize you're sabotaging, and that's actually great because that means you're moving up the change cycle for preparation and then action so you can stop self-sabotaging yourself. However, when you make this decision, whatever it is, most likely you made the best decision you possibly could at the time. In fact, I say this statement quite a bit to myself. When I realize I didn't make a smart decision, I remind myself I made the best decision I could with the variables I had at the time. Then I learn from it and I apply my learnings to the next time I'm in that situation or a similar one. The brain works best by reflection, discussion, and movement. So taking some time to reflect on previous decisions and how you could have made a better decision can be extremely insightful. For instance, sometimes I can be a little reactive and impulsive and just like make a really quick decision when I've learned to slow down. You know, there's this thing on the internet that says, God doesn't rush you to make decisions, the devil will. And I think that's very true because God brings peace. And so I remind myself that I can't mess up because God's got me and I'll make the best decision I can. And if I have to rush to make this decision, that can sometimes be a red flag for me to say, okay, maybe I need to intentionally be slow. But that's because I've made so many poor decisions in my life, I have this wisdom now to share. 
For instance, I say this all the time, that phrase, I made the best decision I could with the variables I had at the time. I say this all the time when I catch myself falling into the thinking trap, if only. If only I hadn't made that decision, right? If only I hadn't agreed to that dinner because today I'm tired. Or if only I hadn't agreed to help my friend move because I really don't want to now. Or if only I had made better decisions in my 20s, I might be better off today. I say that one quite a bit too, if I'm honest. And by the way, if you're curious to know where you score in your if only thinking trap, go ahead and take my free quiz, What Thinking Trap is Limiting Your Performance, because this can give you tremendous insight to if maybe you struggle with indecision. And you can take that at elizabethlewis, L-O-U-I-S dot com backslash thinking trap quiz. I'll also have that link in the show notes. At the end of the day, I didn't know what I didn't know, just like you don't when you make decisions. And it can be dangerous to not know what you don't know, but it's part of life. I've learned I have to let it go because at the time I was in a different mindset and I was focused on different priorities than I am now. And that's okay. We have to have these honest, objective conversations that are filled in a framework of radical acceptance so we can start to detach from the frustration and the emotional intensity of perhaps making what we feel was a wrong decision, but at the time, it was the best decision we could have made at the time with the variables we had. It's reminding yourself that you did the best you could, and now that you know better, now that you have new information and knowledge, you can start to improve your decision-making abilities in the future by working on it in the present. Because there's always a wisdom or a seed or a nugget that you can learn from every situation. For instance, let me share a personal one for you. One of my more poor decisions that I've made over the years was one that happened, gosh, maybe like four or five years ago now. Um, I'd have to do some math, but at the top of my head, I think it was about four or five years ago. So I finished my first graduate degree in positive psychology and I wanted to go and get my doctorate or my master's in counseling or psychology so I could become a licensed therapist at the time. Ironically, I don't ever want to be a licensed therapist now, so it did work out. However, I ended up waiting three or four years from graduating that with my first degree and pursuing the one I'm actually about to finish now. I I waited so many years for it because I accepted poor advice, poor mentorship from some individuals that were guiding me. Their decisions were really fueled with biases. And at the time, I was too stupid, too naive, um, too afraid to realize that I was allowing these people to to, um, take me off of God's plan. But God redeems all things, so it works out. And so sometimes I find myself getting really frustrated because I think, man, if I had only just gone right into that degree, I would have been finished with it by now. I would actually probably even be licensed because at the time I wanted to get licensed. And now here I am, you know, a few years later trying to finish this degree and I'm finding it difficult to finish this degree. I only have about five classes left plus some internships because my business is growing so quickly, which is amazing. But there's times where I'm like, oh, I'm so over school. In my opinion, school's very different than it used to be. I don't feel like it has the um, prestige that it used to have. Um, I'm someone who reads and studies all the time in my craft to the point that 
even though I've enrolled in a handful of doctorates, I usually stop them because I've read all the textbooks already. And so I'm like, eh, I don't really care to do the busy work. And I've never had a client ask me how many degrees certifications do I have? They all seem to say that I'm very knowledgeable about my craft based off of how I talk about it. You know, one client even said, you're not a snake in the garden with psychology. You really know your stuff. So it all worked out, right? But I have to remind myself especially on the days where I'm kicking myself because I just wish I was done with this bloody degree, I have to remind myself that, you know what, I made the best decision I could at the time. And then I could theorize, like, maybe I wasn't ready at the time. Maybe I wouldn't be specializing in performance psychology and neuropsychotherapy like I am today. There could be a blessing here. The moral of the story is I can't change the past, but I can change my future by being wiser and more diligent in my present. When you're finding yourself too afraid to make a decision, I'm going to encourage you to take a time out. Maybe even go on a walk or do what's called functional distraction, like intentionally distract yourself away from it for a second if you have the time. Take a deep breath and be intentional with your self-talk. This is so important. And objectively make the best decision you can by using your values, factoring in past experiences and what you learned from them, and most definitely trusting God to redeem whatever you fail at, and then make a decision. And here's the thing, sometimes you just have to make a decision and then do what's called burn the ships. Meaning you make that decision, you're decisive with that decision, and you intentionally do not allow yourself to look back and wonder. You can only look forward. The best way to detach from the frustration of making what feels like now a bad decision, but at the time you didn't think so, is saying, you know, I made the best decision I could with the variables I had at the time. We all fall short, and I don't use this as a permit to continue to sin. But sometimes it's not worth dwelling on the past. Most of the time it's not. And ironically, the more I study memory and how God designed our brains, the more I'm learning never to trust my memory because usually it's inaccurate and it's highly subjective based off of how I feel today. You have to start to learn how to implement mental discipline to take that younger self who's kicking yourself for making that decision and allow your wiser self, that adult higher self, that, that really mature you, to take that younger self by the hand and pull it forward like you would do if your child was going the wrong direction when you're at Disney World or something and saying, hey, why don't we go over here? This is gonna be a little bit better for us and if we continue to go down that way. You have to learn how to parent yourself because we all have a little girl or a little boy inside of us and it's important to parent that little being inside of you because sometimes when you allow yourself to ruminate on past decisions, you'll put yourself in a, in a place that's not gonna be good for your productivity or for your future. The only way to improve your future is to work in your present and work so effectively that allows you to have a great future. And the best way to do that is learning from your mistakes, developing a champion mindset, having an optimistic perspective, and being single-minded. Most people fail because of the double-mindedness and rejection is a double-mindedness mindset. So if you want to learn more about this topic, please go to my blog and read Overcome Indecisiveness with this strategy. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave a review on Apple for me. It would actually mean so much to me. And in the meantime, know that you've got this and I'm rooting for you. Have a good one.